right, I'm back again. Thank you for joining me at Copied Events. And this is your host, Vance here. That's right, as usual, before we start any of our session, it's always to start up with a good, warm Copied Events. All right, it's coffee today, yeah? Nowadays, the beard also having the coffee. All right, people, thank you so much for joining back again in another exciting segment. I think uh, my guest speaker also should drink coffee because he also has some beard and moustache. So let's see if that coffee is going to touch his beard and moustache. We will check it out later, right? Let's do a test on that. Okay, so today's topic is all about mental health. And, um, and of course, with our regular speaker, um, one of the familiar faces in Kopi events who always join us, uh, with exciting um, topics that we always discuss with, with other panel panelists in the uh, in the past. Why this topic is very in, uh, very important that I need to explain that because even um, the speaker that is joining us is Dr. Arvinder, uh, one of the very icon doctors I have to say in even during the COVID period, and he has joined us many of these uh, talk sessions not only in Singapore, but even in Malaysia as well. Um, so we're just going to discuss a little bit of things that. What are the things that we can do, um, especially when we talk about mental health, that in turning inwards rather than turning outwards? So we're going to do a lot of discussion. Uh, we had a countless meeting, countless of time that we always talked about with Dr. Arvinda on coming up with different topics to bring it out to the Kopi events platform and to people out there who are seeing this. So if you're watching this, please do share and like, because I believe that today's topic is going to be very fruitful especially um, second year of COVID is running in and um, people are going through. So we want to find out some of the indications. Um, when will people will fall under stress? What is depression? What is anxiety? What is panic? Uh, because I'm in the field of fitness and health industry as well as doctor. And many of you all will probably have heard that there are many cases going on right now. People are just going through off the path and off the lane. You know, um, things are happening. Because so we're going to identify that. We're going to discuss with that. And uh, we're going to explore. So, without any further ado, I'm going to bring in my guest speaker, Dr. Arinda. Hello, Doctor. Hi, Vance. Hi, Vance. <coughs> How, How are you? I'm good. I was just telling our viewers that we're going to do a beard test, beard and a mustache mm. test by drinking the coffee, you know? Yeah, I have a very so short beard, beard, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. Probably, probably we do that in another three months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Doctor. November, November. November, that's right, in November, right? Um, thank you yep. so much for yep. joining me again, um, once again at the uh, Kopi Events platform. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So, Doctor, today's topic is, of course, we're going to talk about mental health. Um, I know yep. that, you know, yep. today we are going to do a, a bit of discussion on the both sides of the causeway. One is our favorite country, Malaysia, and your favorite country, probably Singapore, you know. Uh, but before we want to start on, do you want to talk a little bit of... Uh, experiences in Singapore when you are here and you know you had a lot of conferences and kind of stuff maybe our viewers will know you a little I, bit I, I honestly I miss Singapore bro I miss I I I I look forward to going to Little India in uh, in Singapore uh, Sangun Road my favorite place to always hang out um, it's easy to be vegetarian there uh I'm vegetarian about five to seven times a week. So when I'm there, it's like so easy to be vegetarian. It's easier to be vegetarian than non-veg. Um, I miss I, I miss walking. You know, I I, I always I'm in, in Singapore at about like five thirty in the morning. 
so when i'm there i miss walking along the roads i walked very very long distances um i think about maybe out to 30 km also i've done in the morning um, but is this fantastic um, i hope my singapore brothers and sisters are keeping well um i understand that uh, a lot of similarities of problems we are having between malaysia and singapore especially in terms of mental health <clears throat> a lot of similar issues um i didn't hesitate twice when you told me uh, or when you asked me to let's let's approach this problem i think it's timely it's important it's an ever growing problem and we cannot stop talking about it because we need to raise the awareness more and more agree doctor um i mean of course you have said your part of uh, singapore but i got to say you know we we miss all the kl all the good food local <laughs> food the shopping um <laughs> you know i, I think um, even when decades and decades ago when singapore and malaysia was one i think we are still brothers and sisters even though there's a causeway between but i think uh, both of us are in a very good uh, relationship in terms of countries and uh, we share a lot of similarities right um you know we love the other side you love the other side so i think this is how it's been going on for almost over, about what one year slightly more than a year yeah right? yeah you know when they always they talk about building the third causeway or something like that you know what i always say that's building another bridge <laughs> it's you know building a bridge you know how we say we build a bridge with another person don't build don't burn your bridges i feel the more bridges the better <laughs> So definitely we are missing the masjid india uh you know <laughs> in kl and all those shoppings and that stuff so hopefully uh but of course you you said it in a lighter side but also the the very deep meaning during this period uh, both the countries as well i think having a lot of people are having a lot of issue and most of our brothers and sisters from malaysia have been stuck here uh they can't go back um, i just want to share this short um real incident that i know uh, a brother here Who's a stylist? Um, he has a newborn baby, and the newborn baby is already eight months old, and he cannot even carry that. Um, so tough situation. <coughs> he can go back, but he might not be able to come back. So it's so much of consideration. Um, he decided to stay back and uh, fight on to provide the best for his family. So we can totally understand of our brothers and sisters from Malaysia are stuck in Singapore. Um, it it can be a mental torture. It is a mental yeah. torture as well. Yeah, I've seen. I I've I've known family members who are stuck there. I won't say stuck, but they're unable to come back. And uh, you know, thank God for technology. But, uh, you can actually have a video conference, face-to-face -face talk. You know, if not, if not, it's it's even even bad. <laughs> agree, doctor. Agree. All right, doctor. So let's uh, jump into uh, today's topic that we want to talk <coughs> about: uh, mental health. So I know we both of us have uh, we have not discussed about this. Uh, we we came into a light that okay, we we decided to go on a great discussion. So we have three of these questions first. But maybe um, you want to start first, or you want me to get get started first before you? Doctor? No, I think I think you start first. Okay, doctor. So um, you know <coughs> we've been talking about this topic for the longest period of time it's almost about more than 15 months you know things are just going in and out i mean both countries are very concerned with their protocol safety safety is the main thing um of course sometimes it can be pain it can be pleasure it cannot be the both everybody would love to have 
you know the normal life back again without the mask and you know going out freely doing all those stuff but unfortunately we can't until vaccination take place everybody is safe <coughs> to a point that it has to be a herd community or even to a point where everybody is vaccinated and we need to see the results so at this period of time i mean the, the one thing that people goes into their mind is when will it be over so the question mark that can be actually causing them a lot of stress like i just mentioned to you brothers and sisters who got stuck <coughs> here not seeing their families and kind of stuff even you know for us if you don't go back for one day or two days after a business trip you know you do miss your family but for them it's like 8 9 months just watching over online and talking not having that the sensation the feeling the home cook food cook you know by the mom and you know parents so many things are missing what will be the mindset dog i mean what can someone overcome by that i think number 1 is expectation <laughs> we expect things to get better <laughs> we expect uh, to be with our families which is all uh, very humanistic it's all it's all common <coughs> however um, i think our expectations have not been met because the virus is being very notorious <coughs> so i think one of the ways to actually uh, overcome this is to take it day by day uh, not to have too long plans ahead you know sometimes we always say that okay i will save my leave for this and that and then uh, you know at, the, at unfortunately at this point of time this point of time we cannot uh, we cannot uh, we, we cannot we cannot look too far ahead because we don't know what's going to happen because of the way the pandemic is reacting with the with the conditions always changing changing um one moment we are on lockdown one moment we are not on lockdown sometimes we are on very strict lockdown sometimes we are bit relaxed so i think is to take one day at a time that's a very um useful thing a lot of my patients find that yeah this one day at a time one day at a time so i think uh, another thing we have to do to uh, ensure that uh, we keep our mental health uh, healthy healthy the the only the way the is only basically way is to have to have short term short term goals short term goals daily goals daily goals you know take everything by day everything by day and make the most out of it um you can see your family your family and video call talk to them as much as possible possible um be thankful that we live in a time where there's technology technology i can speak to vans who is in singapore vans can speak to me who is far away you know as good as we are being there but of course like you mentioned there's no physical and sensation touches but i think nevertheless but um, let's look at it as another way of keeping everyone safe <laughs> keeping everyone safe all right doctor can you hear me now yes Hi doctor can you hear me right now Yes friends i can hear you <coughs> Yes friends i can hear you <coughs> Okay doctor so um so we we heard that and um so what you're saying is no expectations right don't have any expectations i think that will be one of the key but uh, like like again i mean when i mentioned to you that um sign and symptoms is very important as well so when when i was talking to this particular brother from Malaysia and he'd been stuck in Singapore for almost about close to a year 
and um, have not touched touch his baby, carried up, and you know, kisses or you know that comfort. But um, as a friend, right? I mean, what will the suggestion or the indications? Can someone can go into a stress because of that? Can a person go into a little bit more into like anxiety or even depression? <laughs> right, eight months or nine months because there's no indication for someone. Like I got a fever, I come and see you. Hi doc, I am not feeling well. But for something like stress and depression, there is no indication. Only a person who understands him looks at him and says that he has lost so many um, ticks off, right? I mean, you fall under the category, then we can understand. Other than that, people don't go and see a doctor. What will be the guideline, doc? I think it's, uh, first of all, it's about thresholds. thresholds. Uh, maybe uh, if maybe you are seeing your family more often, your threshold of actually being, being patient, patient uh, depression, depression, anxiety, and stress will be very, very, very different. Now that you have now removed that, you have that, removed factor, that factor, the threshold becomes much less. So you're actually very fast that you can approach the tipping point. So I think so I one of the things we have to do have is, is to recognize, recognize and, 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 and like I've always, like I've always uh, advocated, uh, advocated, the, pers the, the best, best person to actually tell whether you are tipping over the point is the person who you're meeting every day. Someone who meets someone you, someone who tastes that, that you know, you have been snapping very often lately. Look, your work is, I mean, you're okay, but your work, your you being upset is showing in your work. That's all That's indicators, all indicators. That, is that is where it can pick up. Can so, pick up. so I think I the most important thing is that we have to identify, identify or, help or help people identify if they have any they issues. Have any because, because if because we have issues as well, we hope that other people will do it. So I think what goes around comes around. We need to look out for each other. Thank you, doctor. Thank you for that. So that will be the first question. So now I leave it to you because I know you also has prepared three questions. So we can yeah. go um, yeah. one other one. <laughs> so, Vance, uh, I think one of the most, most important thing is, important thing is uh, in your uh, job scope, uh, you, uh, you have a lot of people. So how do you... Uh, actually, there are two questions in this. I have three questions, but there are two questions in this. Maybe you want to combine it together. Number one is, um, how do you advise your clients? Clients how to cope with stress and number two is how do you cope with stress personally because you know when you listen to many people at one particular goal it's not easy trust me i i do that day in day so how do you cope with that so you want me to answer the first one or the second one first uh please uh at your will anyone as well okay perhaps i want to go into the uh second one first because i think it's about self um I mean, self-stress is actually uh, self-induced, I call it. Because we, we work in an uh, environment or in this world where we are always for targets, stress, uh, bringing back the bacon, and you know, so much of a, a pressure point that someone goes into, always want to be better than others. So we did a lot of comparison, right? Oh, why is having a, a Mercedes? I want to have a Maserati. Or why? It's always about comparison. But that is another part of the stress. But I think what we need to do is we need to come into a pace. If we are running at 180 miles per hour, sometimes we need to do reality check and try to reduce into a smaller pace to be in. Because if we don't, eventually anyone, for the matter of fact, will go into a period of stress. And if there's a stress in thin line and if that person doesn't understand it, 
it's easily for anyone to go into the other spectrum, which I call depression, which we talked about it before. So for myself, what I basically do is I do a lot of inwards <laughs> turning, which means sometimes I just go shuts off, which means I spend most of my time in nature. Which I believe there is where you tend to feel more relaxed. Um, even if you look at our revolutionary that we were actually <laughs> from the forest itself. Now it's all concrete buildings and kind of stuff. So the kind of uh, adjustments that one should do is always to turn inwards and do things that you love about. And I think it's, it's not about other people's comments or judgments. So, you know, whether you wear a slipper to a shopping center or you wear a shoe to a shopping center, it doesn't matter. To other people who judges you at all the time. But I think what is very important is you pay a lot more attentions and you give yourself a lot of respect. We tend to love ourselves more. We need to do that. But sometimes we always spend the other side, which is always outside, outward bound versus inward bound. So for myself, I, I spend a lot of my time inward bound. And um, by doing that, um, I can able to accept or rather just let it flow. So there's a lot of, like what you said, you know, people go through a lot of changes or a lot of cycles that they come into, into their life. But understanding is one part. But if you dive into it, then probably you will also be sucked into that. So there's always a line that you put under a shield. And you, you try to salvage them out from that. But that's the, the second question I'm going to answer. But coming back to the first question, I mean, the, the, the question that I'm going to answer about is just inwards. I mean, I always turn inwards about myself. And, and time to time, you need to take a break for yourself. That mean only your break. So there's sometimes like, you know, you go for your movies or you can go and have your own dinner or lunch on yourself or go for a movie, whatever that you want to do, but you spend time with yourself. So you appreciate yourself. I think that is what is lacking in a lot of people because it's always about family work, family work. And, and somewhere around the line, somebody will go into a burnout. So to prevent that, um, turning inwards is very, very crucial. So that is how I maintain that. But the, the other part where you asked me, doctor, which is about the clients who are going through tremendous amount of stress. I think everyone does. And, um, but of course, we're not going to mention names here. But I think the important part is, is to get better each step. So we're going to take small baby steps. And small baby steps means we're going to put the effort. There's someone always behind you to support you, your families, your loved ones, and whoever that you have as a role model. And I always like to use this quote, doctor, probably you will agree, that, you know, we don't need motivation from external forces. But of course, we can learn to podcasters and famous motivation speakers and kind of stuff that is for motivation. But the person that should motivate our own self is the person you are in, right? This is the person and this is the person that you need to respect about. So when we do that, you actually feel more determined to do all things that you want to do for yourself. So that angle is, of course, we got to accept it. And I, I do see some changes happening along the way because uh, when someone starts exercising, their hormones fluctuates, their stress hormones, the cortisol starts to come down, and dopamine, endorphin, and we call about uh, serotonin and every kind of hormones that we can talk about, the, I call the dose hormones. So eventually they get better each day. But exercise plays a very important part, not only just training with a coach, but even if you go for a walk or even if you do something for yourself to perspire any kind of activity that you do, all right? Outdoor, in the sun, 
I think that will be one of the best part that I, I see some improvements happening. Huge improvements will have to happen, but I've seen that, Doctor. Great stuff, Vince. Great, Great stuff. stuff. Great stuff. <clears throat> Um, um, just to, just to also, um, so, actually, um, actually, maybe you can go to one question, then I can ask you the one question, the last question at the end. Okay, okay. Okay, doctor, so in the medical field, right, um, one will have to get into a professional help before someone says, okay, you need some kind of um, interventions or you need to have certain, because we look, we, we, we when we look at the cycle, we, there's always a therapist, a counselor, a psychologist, and then followed by psychiatry so you know the step by step but if someone who is facing a situation where they lost of interest in sex they lost interest in food in sleep they feel stressed they feel moody but one will never walk into a clinic and say that doc i'm i'm, I'm depressed i'm anxiety i need help nobody will do that but i think the loved ones have to play a part but do you think is there something that can be improved because like I said earlier, Doc, there is no line to identify which is depression, which is stress. When is a person already in the stress or depression stage? How can be this be handled, Doctor? I, in, your, in your line, which you have seen tons of patients, what will your advice be? <coughs> I think uh, there are a few uh, things. Yeah, Number yeah, one is to be honest. be honest. Sometimes a uh, patient walks in, they come and tell me that they have a headache, they are not feeling proper, but actually they have another issue. It could be a mental health issue, they could be having erectile dysfunction. And later when you actually start looking about it, you find that it's actually they are having depression. Or they're having some amount of stress or anxiety. So I always tell people that if you live alone, it's difficult for people to look at you. You're not a person who mix around. I always suggest I always do the DAS skill, the, the depression, skill. anxiety, depression, stress skill, 21. It's a freely available skill. It's been translated in English, in English translated into Basam Layu, and also in, uh, in, uh, in uh, simplified, Chinese. simplified Chinese. So what we can do is we can actually use that. It's a good screening tool. doesn't mean that if it says that you're depressed or anxiety, you're having anxiety or stress, that means you're having depression, anxiety, and stress. It could be temporal, it, it could be a small temporal, period of time, but get help. Time, that's get a help. sign for you that's to get help. So that is one. So that is number, one. Two is, number two is, uh, uh, we, must uh, we must always think about, think about how, how uh, whether whether we're getting whether enough we're getting people enough to talk about this. Talk about this. Because, because there are two types of awareness. One is the awareness among the patients. One is the awareness among healthcare professionals. So if like today you go to another country, um, I would say a third world country, maybe in the African continent, you speak about maybe uh, 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 domestic abuse or you speak about maybe uh, some amount of depression. Not many Not doctors, many doctors will, uh, will think it's a problem. It's a problem. It, may it may be normal because, again, cultural, cultural social, social bound, bound, it may be very different. Be very different. I'm not saying that I'm everyone is like that. I'm just saying that in general, in general um, um, when you see when you in, see a, in a, a lot of third world countries, countries domestic, domestic abuse, abuse is just, just looked, away, looked upon. away upon. Not indefinitely Not in Malaysia and Singapore. 
but uh, unfortunately in many parts of the world it happens so in that sense we can also look at depression anxiety and stress i think the most important is actually not to look for depression anxiety and stress but what is the causative factor and honestly a lot of today causative factors is related to covid 19 you know you know i will just share with you some uh, malaysian statistics uh, which uh, was published about 2 months ago every 6 hours someone commits commits suicide in malaysia that's number 1 that's number 1 number 2 is we always uh, see now, see now that, uh, that uh, i think it was in june, in june we had only we have already 478 people of uh, committing suicide compared to 643 last year 607 a year before and we only have it through number 1 number 1 interestingly enough 500000 of uh, children in malaysia are having some form of mental distress distress depression anxiety and uh becoming more and more worrying because because one in every 10 of severe mental health condition has actually thought about suicide or actually attempted suicide and that is only in children and now we see because of covid 19 we see increasing on a day to day basis I'm not saying, I'm not that, saying uh, that uh, that uh, it's very badly handled, but uh, what I'm trying to point and trying to get across is it is very rampant, and it's becoming more rampant. Previously, there was some amount of society, social, and uh, religious background that actually prevents it from happening. But I think even uh, the, the 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 people who are uh helping these other people people may have also may been have also undergoing some stress. some stress i i've been I, noticing that uh, a lot a lot of ngos ngos uh that do the uh, calling the centers calling that help people people they have been they stretched, have been stretched to, the to the max in fact uh, i was trying to do something the other day with a few of them they said look doc we are really very stressed sometimes they even have to put people on hold and it is and never a uh, healthy thing to put someone who is depressed on hold for too long so they try to go through very fast they trying to get more through volunteers but i think what i'm trying to say here is the severity of the problem is getting the magnitude is becoming more and more and i think as we know that uh, mental health conditions is not a short term thing sometimes it takes a long term thing we have to be prepared i can only imagine that uh, that our brothers and sisters in singapore may be facing something similar similar not in statistics but i in terms of uh, uh, mental health uh, issue issue you know doctor um i just want to quote this before we we continue on that um you know they say the silent killer previously was actually the myocardial infarction and also the cancer but uh, looks like we got to add this covid-19 into depression and mental health into it as well because now it seems like the biggest uh, issue in the whole wide world um like you have said it on the dot 
that people at this point of time um, couldn't understand, all right? And um, and and it's quite surprisingly, um, even if you if you take a walk in the streets, people are confused. The other day, I was just walking by. A particular woman was just sitting down, just staring at a phone. Where the food is there, she's not even doing anything. I think she just completely went blank, and just looking at the phone and just not moving at all. So I was quite concerned. What's really happening at the moment? Um, because of course, people are feeling stress and um, things are not normal. And uh, this is actually basically, if someone goes into an uncomfort zone, which always they be in the comfort zone, there is a huge changes in the pattern. The neurons fire differently. Your body just lacks of everything that you what you were experiencing it before, and fatigueness is coming in. And I'm I'm sure, doctor, um, when you talked about these cases, like you know, taking their life away, the comments so it seems to be like a stigma. Uh, people do not want to talk about it. People don't want to share about it because it's, it's something that you know it may trigger. Uh, but of course, like I said, it's it's a growing concern at this point of time, and I think we we all have to be stronger in the mindset. You know, there is a saying that you know you go to the gym to train your body, but where do you go for the mind to train? And now in the in the field of even the health or fitness, the mental strength is the what is most needed. <laughs> Any anything else, it's not about the muscle. It's not about getting fit. It's about how are you going to get your mind stronger and stronger day by day. Um, but having said that, doctor, I think um, like another stuff that we talked about, you know, the, the mental state of a person that goes under a period of eight months or nine months of things like taken away, like, you know, go under restrictions and even lockdown in Malaysia. So many things are happening and without any light at the end of the tunnel. People will be expecting, you know what, I'm going through the tunnel and I'll see a light. But there isn't any light. Um, given that what you have said it beautifully earlier on that People with expected, you know, things to happen, but it's not happening. So that kind of disappointment that is happening to them and um, so many changes that, you know, we do see along, you know. So I think at this point of time, love is much more needed. You know, we have to give love to everyone, not only to our loved ones. So if you see someone um, in, a, in a state of confusion, you know, their eye bags are bad and they are not very vocal, there's some behavior changes, like what doctor has mentioned. If there's some behavior changes in your friends, in your families, I think it's your, it's you have to act like a doctor and say, hey, ask a couple of few questions. And are you okay? Are you fine? It must be a genuine question, not just for the sake of asking, hi, how are you? You know, that's becoming like a, a standard communication. But doctor, I, I, I do came across in Malaysia as well. Uh, people are now getting very agitated. Uh, somebody horns and and straight away it's turned into a fight. Is it true? Because in in Singapore people also don't like horn. You know, you on somebody's like, hey, why are you making mistakes? You know, why are you on me? You know, kind of stuff. What is the state in in right now? You know, especially when I point you on a mistake, people get agitated fast because of their frustrations. What is your take on that, doctor? I think it's road rage. Road rage as I think it's it has reduced over the last. Uh, year, uh, or, year so, or so, because I think because people, I think are, staying people are staying more at home. More at home. People, people are not are traveling a lot, a so they spend less time on the road. But I think but I agitation, agitation on, on on a whole on a is getting is more getting because, more because uh, uh, you interact, you interact less, less with people, with people and, uh, and because, because of, of so much of so restrictions, restrictions, I think it is it is a high tendency of people to actually get agitated faster. You have seen, you have seen uh, parodies, parodies or even on uh, social, social media. media. 
people wearing masks and then uh, they, they, they are so eager to take it off you know because of the agitation and all that even though it is very important for your safety but agitation is getting uh, the better of a lot of people i think it is a high time that uh, is high time that number 1 we be a bit more considerate that uh, other people may be going through the same frustrations the same thing the second thing is i think people on the other side should understand that you know what this guy may be having a tough time as well not everybody is having the same tough time as everybody else but i think everybody is having a tough time so i think there's a bit of tolerance that needs to come into play and uh, coming back to what you said earlier i agree sports was last time all physics now it's mental health you know i did my diploma in football medicine there's one whole chapter and component just on psychology and mental health uh coaches and trainers are getting psychologists to come in to psycho the players in such a way that they are built to win that is why you find those days even in football you will see that the smaller teams will never beat the bigger teams but these days you cannot predict at all because everybody is that even uh everybody is told that you are actually good you can actually do your best you can actually win this game this game and you find it really reverses the psychology the players are more pumped up to go in and and get the job done so yeah i think there is a very big component of mental health i think even if you feel unwell but you tell yourself i'm going to do it you know let's do this let's go ahead this day let's make the most out of it i think it changes the complexion of the entire day you know doctor they say that um, i don't know whether you agree to me but i will say that you know they said eyes are the eyes are the windows to the soul right but do we have to agree right now that the eyes are not to the souls i mean is now to the brain because you do not know when when a person looks at you you can actually see stories eyes are sunken in posture is down they they tend to have very low in energy in replying they don't have any kind of enthu in them these are all signs and symptoms what that these can't be accurate you know you you have to speak to a person and you know understands and if you think that if your friends or families are isolating themselves these are possibilities all right it can't be diagnosed because you're not a doctor or psychiatrist or psychologist right but you you need to get help to them right and so i think we all need to open our eyes and ears and see um very interesting doctor even psychotherapy right um uh, it's about mental resilience it's about training your mind to be stronger and fitter at all areas and all times especially during this period of time i think our kids in in the school kids right um all academic based which is definitely needed at this point of time because it's all about you know going to the corporate world and kind of stuff. but i think they we, we have to evolve we have to get our kids to be stronger not when a kid falls and say oh yo my child dropping you know you know you can't be like that you know we can but you know we have to make them tough and puff and able to handle the world the real world because situations like this i think the toughness is what makes them stronger which i believe and i think uh, what is your take on that doctor i believe that when a child when falls, a child falls uh, you 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 should you say should it's say okay it's okay it happens it happens just just are you okay, are you okay? Move, on. move on and i and think I it creates a mental health mental strength in that way that they feel that if you fall it's fine it's fine the the bigger the story is can you pick yourself up and continue? and continue 
I think that creates mental resilience. That is one ideology which I think is there. The other thing is, I think that the support for each other. Sometimes, like you correctly pointed out, medical professionals don't reach the people who actually need the help because they don't attend to them. You see, unfortunately, the doctor can't and go and meet the patient. The patient has to come and meet the doctor. That, that is the way that uh, mental health goes. So I think the way that the doctor can reach the patient if they do a mental health screening. And that's where you actually find that, okay, you can actually get screening and then you can get the patient to the doctor. And that is important. And I think the other part which is important is family members who can identify like what you rightly pointed out. And I honestly think that if the family member does not know what to do, they can actually give them the, 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 these assessment skills to see whether they are actually depressed, having anxiety and stress, and then get them to actually see a mental health professional. Actually, my third question to you went was, how do you encourage uh, people to help people who they think are having mental health disorders, I mean, I mean, for their own well-being and for another person. Mental-wise. Mental -wise. Um, okay, no, I mean, see, I think um, it is, I mean, you don't need to be a psychologist to understand this, or you don't need to be a therapist or counsellor or even doctors. Uh, basic signs and symptoms are very important, which I believe, I think these are the indications um, if a person has not been sleeping well, sleeping less than five hours or four hours in one week time, you can actually see the eyes are full of high backs or some kind of worrying yep, yep. or some kind of financial issue. Or when we talk about family issue, it can be pertaining to anything. You know, the mind can be either a, a pleasant heaven of gardens of fruits or it can be a junkyard with lots of chaotic things can happen there. But but having said that, um, so eyes can be indications, and if, if if a person is very chirpy, you know, very fun, loving things, and suddenly you notice that particular person is somehow or other isolating themselves. They don't want to talk to you. They 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 keep it everything to themselves, and that could be also a sign of loss of interest in social activity, the social network. They don't want to get into that, and excessive weight loss. Excessive weight loss is also can be contributed because. Probably you have not much of an uh, appetite, and uh, or excessive weight gain, bro. Yes, 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 doctor. Oh, yeah. yeah you I see some people who are depressed and they need, and need, and need, and need. Yeah, it can go other ways. One is the downwards, one is the upscale, and um, and another part where we talked about, or I actually face a lot of the, a lot of the time because I'm also now uh, doctor. I think probably you'll know I'm currently pursuing my studies in psychology and counseling at the moment. So very interesting studies, um, how the mind evolves time to time. Um, how can a super positive person can be a super negative person? So it must be a, a filter. Um, have you heard about this thing called thermostat, doctor? Have you heard about a thermostat? Yeah, yeah, thermostat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The thermostat will only open when there's warm water coming in or rather, rather hot water, you know. It's not the vast or the flux that we use, no. So mind should be like a thermostat. You only allow hot positive news and hot positive energies to come in. Anything that is going to disturb you or anything that is going to give distortions, you should block them out at that point itself. You shouldn't be letting in. 
Because the moment you even let a 3% or 4%, it is just like COVID. It will come and mess up the whole mind. And someone who is very positive and fully energized can automatically be drained. So if you ask me, is it right for someone to be emotionally or to be strength? I think there is a lot of mixtures of uh, feelings. If you ever want to go back to your past to be emotionally, you know, because you lost, say, let's say I lost my dad. I'm allowed to go back to my past, feel about it. Okay, I'm going to rock on. You come back to the present and you just move on. But we shouldn't be sticking into that. We can allow that to happen because it's perfectly fine. But we have to move on. That is what all about life is. But sometimes it's not as easy as what we talk. Because to gather, to get that motivational, you need a lot of support guidelines to for them. And for people who have noticed that, you know, if your families or friends who go through these kind of symptoms and signs, um, probably it's best that you have a basic talk to understand how they feel that. But if you think that it is not within your limits, then I think you should get the professional help. I think that is very, very important. You know, you there's a lot of huge amount of helplines. Maybe later we can post it for Malaysia and Singapore. I know befrienders are there. Even Singapore's also. Yep. There's so many hotlines. We Later we can post it here. You can call them immediately and get that person, you know, attend to it. That's a, one of the best thing that someone can do. I mean, that, that, and, that's that's approach I will go. And I'm very happy that you brought up the, the word of these NGOs who are doing these call centers. Even though I feel that the issues in Malaysia and Singapore has gone up, in Malaysia especially, you find that there are more and more NGOs coming up who are doing this good work. And I was very impressed that I actually found one NGO that only focuses on mental health in adolescent. That's it. That's it. Special uh, adolescent because sometimes kids or adolescents refuse to pick up the phone because they say, I'm going to talk to adult. How will the adult understand me? But they have a, a society, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Kao Okika, which it translates to, are you okay in Malay? And it's beautiful because I feel that it's very nice that they help people who call up who are adolescents. They don't turn away adults. Don't get me wrong. But the beautiful part is they still listen to everyone, but they are focused on adolescents. Of course, there are other groups also who focus on elderly, on the kids or parents or couples. But I think this pandemic has also brought that up and I think, I think I'm very happy I'm to, very see happy the to see the part where, where there is a, a large part of society, part of society who wants to contribute. contribute. They come in they come and there are a group of people who want to help genuinely because these are all free counseling sessions. So I think uh, if there's any positives to take away from COVID-19, we have seen that mental health has become of almost important. And we've seen, and we've seen a lot a of non-medical non support, support, help and therapy, help and come, therapy into come into play. You know, Doctor, um, the topic that you mentioned about adolescents, I think it's it's one of the favorite topics that I will want to talk about. Um, just a very quick one, recap. Uh, Eric Erickson, a very famous psychologist, has mentioned yep. that, you know, yep. in, in a human life, there's eight stages and stage one, stage two, you know, from infant all the way to elderly. You know, even when you are in the stage seven or stage eight, you should be able to prepare yourself to get departed to the next journey, if there is. And um, whatever happens in the younger age of the stage one to stage four or stage three, that will be a major impact 
as an adulthood when things goes can go wrong. So it's very important that as a child who building up or coming up, parents should play a very important role. School have to play a very important role. Society have to play a very role. But I think the society it's with not within our control because you know we have kind people, we have unkind people, we can have all sorts of people that makes the world. So we need to make our kids a real a tough buddies. We cannot make them like a soft buddy, you know, because then things can go wrong. As a parent, you can always be a superhero or super mom. But what happens when your child is not with you? You are not in control with them. So you must mentally and physically, I think physically you get them tough. I think mentally they will be able to handle it as they grow by. I think that's one thing that parents should focus on. Doc, I got a question for you um, that is asked by one of our regular um, viewer, uh, supporter, uh, Deepam. And um, she said that, uh, Dr. A. O. Vance, is depression or stress the only indicators of mental health or uh, others? Doctor? I think, I think um, the, um, question the question is uh, multifactorial with multifactorial answers. answers. They are not the They're only not the indicators, only but they can coexist with other conditions. Other condition. Meaning, Meaning, the person the may be having bipolar, bipolar disorder, disorder, but with depression. depression. So that means you only see the depressive part. You have not seen the other part of hyperactive disorder. Stress can be because of multiple personality disorders. Could be with a sleeping disorder. Could be with the eating disorder. There's so many things. So the thing is, you may identify one condition, but with something else underlying what, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get them to a mental health professional so that if you think that the person is having stress or anxiety or depression, they may be having something underlying which needs to be which needs to be sorted out. Um, sometimes they even have endocrine metabolism disorders. They have thyrotoxicosis. They have high thyroid levels. They have low thyroid levels. Can be depression. Can be with stress. Can be with anxiety. So there's so there's many so other things that can occur can with that. So, that. so um, uh, I think there are many others. But we but see we this. Uh, why we always talk about depression, depression anxiety, anxiety, and stress and is stress because these are the very, very common three uh, uh, particular uh, diagnosis or even uh, particular uh, conditions. Thank you, doctor, for the uh, answer on Deepam. Uh, Deepam, yes. Um, I think this is a very interesting uh, topic because uh, depression, like I always uh, mention, one, how does one will know if he's under depressed? Never knows. Uh, unless the person is, it's a silent killer. It's like wearing a mask all the time with a tight belt behind. So it is mask. But the person who is going through this, it can be a very tremendous period of time because they, it's, it's more like a stigma. Uh, nowadays, when you say you are going to see a psychologist or you want to see a counselor or therapist, do you have a problem? Oh, why are you going to see them? You have mental issue. Are you mad? You know, so I think these words all, I mean, to be isolated. Um, we can't stop people from talking because that is how the world is. But whoever listening it, you should just put a full stop. Or, you know, just take it that person doesn't exist in life anymore. Because you cannot allow these comments to affect you. And it will affect your hormones. It will affect your entire day. And probably will add another 30% or 40% stress to your mind and to your body. Why do you want to give the privileges to other people to control whether you can be happy or sad? You shouldn't let that happen. You are in control of your own self. So I think that is the most important part. But like what doctor has said, uh, we, we need to open up our eyes. We need to look through 
you know, um, you know, it sometimes can be very tricky. Like I told you, doctor, earlier on that I saw a woman was sitting down with a phone looking blank. I mean, sometimes when you can talk, you know, things can go wrong. Uh, but, but you know, it, this is a society that we live in, right? Even if you want to assist help, it can also go into the other way, right? When you go and ask someone who says, how are you? She said, what is your problem? You know, um, they, they can be also an issue. But I think the, the, the major part is the loved ones, the families, the friends have to be very cautious, you know. And during this period of time, I think there are a lot of people, what they're doing, they form up groups, you know, they call themselves like WhatsApp groups, like heroes or whatever, you know, the names. And they constantly keeping in touch to make sure that everybody is safe. And um, can understand malicious situation as well right now. Uh, it's been months and months and months like lockdown has happened. And it's, ah, how how how's that been coping, doctor? I mean, I, I know it's bad, but are we seeing light at the end of the tunnel? That's the question. It's hard to be explained. I, I always I believe in I think, I think that even though I don't I believe that believe vaccines that are the silver bullet, silver bullet, I think, I think it, is, it is a way out, way out uh, uh, to a safer, a safer environment. environment. We can't look we can't at total, look numbers, at total numbers, numbers because you because must, must remember, remember that a person who is vaccinated, vaccinated can still get COVID-19, but they will get only very, very mild COVID-19. So I think the way out is... Once we Once have we everybody have vaccinated, vaccinated or adequate or people vaccinated, we can actually we can move into a safer environment. environment. We can live, we with, can COVID. live with COVID. But unfortunately, unfortunately until then, then, people have people to play the role, play of, the role of opting for the vaccine. For the vaccine. I, I, still I still don't understand, understand why, why people, people are hesitant. Of course, if it's medically contraindicated, okay, it's fine. But if it is but there for you to, for take, you to take, why is why there a lot of hesitancy? Lot of hesitancy? You, are you are talking about people who are suffering from side effects of maybe what, maybe 5, 10 five, people ten from a few million? million? Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. No Some people have Some told people me it's easier to strike the jackpot than get a side effect from the vaccine. So why why are we not opting for the vaccine? You know, when the more and more we deny and hesitate for the vaccine, do you know that we are actually denying and hesitating ourselves of actually going back to a near normal? That's my take on it. You know, doctor, in, even in a Singapore situation right now, uh, we have trying we have trying to do different things to get our elderly because. Uh, elderly have their own concerns because, you know, like I talk about it, you know, the fear is always there. Fear of death is in for everybody because what happens is darkness. So what we have done here in Singapore by our great leaders, um, they have sending people to the home to get vaccinated. I mean, to get people vaccinated. So in that way, we, we are trying to explore a lot of stuff and kind of thing. And of course, we know that militia is a bigger you know, place as well compared to Singapore and a lot of efforts have been doing that. But I think um, this is not the time to point fingers and say, you are better than me. I'm better than you. Uh, exactly. You exactly. Mistakes. No, it, 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 what were you going to prove by showing that someone is mistake? It shows that you are a greater person. No, it's not. It, this thing we want it to be end as soon as possible so that we can move on and start you know, going to Singapore or Malaysia, vice versa. Exactly. And enjoy exactly. all our local food. But I need to bring you to Mutu's curry. You know, that's one of our favorite, uh, rather, yeah, our favorite. I talked to you about that before, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to come there, yeah? We must, we must. I am a diehard fan of uh, Mutu's curry. I got to declare that. But of course, 
the owner of a motor scary have not paid me to do this but uh, <laughs> i enjoyed the food but i got to say that uh once you are here i'm bringing you doc that's no question Thanks. about thank it thank you okay <laughs> whether we are going other place or not but the first place from airport we straight go to motor scary <laughs> <Karis. laughs> uh okay doctor i think uh, we are pretty much almost there and um and if any more questions that we can take on um because almost going to be an hour so we try to keep it all our sessions in one hour and this will be uh telecasted tomorrow as well also in the morning as a repeat telecast so people can watch this doctor any final um i mean of course there can be never final at copy events with you you know talking in our platform what well, what is your word for tonight doc i mean your advice or tip don't underestimate mental health mental health issue can affect anyone the strongest and the weakest I think there's no stronger and weaker where there's mental, mental health. health. Everybody, Everybody may, in one point in their life, have a mental health too. Most important Most is important resilience. resilience. Get help. Get help. Get help. Get help. And if you feel that the current conditions are bad, play your role. The best way to play your role is get vaccinated. Stay safe. Practice all Practice the standard all operating, the procedures. operating procedures. Wear your mask. Now we're talking now about double mask. double mask. If you possible, if a face shield. shield. Make sure you're physically you distanced. Distance. Keep your hand hygiene, hand hygiene uh, as, 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 as much as possible. As possible. And, uh, and uh, I, 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 God willing, God willing, we will be there in the near future, in the future. Crossing borders. Crossing borders. Eating curry in Mutu Curry's house. Curry's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good statement. I was just expecting for that and I got excited. Thank you, Doc. Thank you so yeah, much, Doc. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it, it is uh, not a, a one solution to fix all problems, but at least we are addressing it. At least we are creating some awareness. Even if it reaches to only one people and that one people share with 10 people, I think that what makes our job or our passion uh, satisfied. So thank you, doctor, for joining me at Kopi Advance. I'm sure there will be another topic coming up very, very soon. Uh, we will stay in touch, doc. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, stay everyone. safe. Thank you, stay so safe. Much. thank you. Practice the best SOPs. Thanks, doc. Sketch around. See you. Bye. All right, people. So that is uh, Dr. Arinda and uh, one of our regular speaker at Kopi Advance. Um, great guy with lots of information. And we always have great uh, sharing sessions at Kopi Advance. So thank you um, for joining me for another exciting session. And um, just to finish up like what the topics today is all about, is about mental health. And um, it, it's not something that can fix all problems. I mean, I mean, for people who are watching this, and if you do think you need some sort of help, all right? Getting help doesn't show that your weakness, never. Uh, getting help doesn't mean that you are in fear. No, it's not about that at all. Um, going into, getting into some sort of help doesn't mean that people are giving you judgment and comments that make you down. Never. I, I In my speeches, most of the time, right? Literally, I think out of nine, I mean, out of ten, I will mention this about nine times. Do not let people comments affect you, not even a percent. If you do allow that to happen, it means that you are giving the full power to whoever it is. All right? As long as you are truthful to yourself, you are committed with your passion and your vision, go for it. And if you need help, ask. If you want the door to be opened, you got to knock. Make sure that you knock at the correct doors. 
So we're going to put the helplines even for Malaysia and Singapore in our comment session. So people who are watching this, and if you want to be stay anonymous, please so you don't need to reveal. But if you do need to help, please contact us. We do know who to send to, and we know what numbers to call for. All right, and I think that is one part that Dr. Arvinda has always been committed for, and myself, and few of our teams. So if you do have any issues, please speak up. By keeping it to yourself, it's not going to solve. And together, we are going to conquer this very, very soon. But before that, we need to have that mental resilience. Having said that, this is your Vance from Kopi with Vance. I'm going to catch you again in the next topic to come by, which is every Wednesday at 9 or 9.30 p.m. But today is 9.30 because we want to push a bit late, but usually it's 9 p.m. All right. Adios, amigo. I'm going to catch you soon in next Wednesday. Ciao.